It's time for another Game Day, hosted by Flames Nation and Barn Burner at Greta Bar YYC. Join the crew at our favorite Game Day watch party spot, Greta Bar YYC, Saturday, March 23rd to watch Calgary take on Vancouver. Doors open at 7 p.m. Tickets are $10. Good food, good prizes, and a guaranteed good time. This event is brought to you by McLeod Law LLP and Village Honda. Get your tickets at nationgear.ca before they sell out. Today's Friday edition of Barn Burner. It is boom. It is retro here in the Tower Chrysler Studios. Happy Friday to you, Retro. How we doing? It's a great Friday. Beautiful here in the B it town. Is. Yeah, we. Uh, I was just looking. It is. You know what it is because we're here in the Tower Chrysler Studios. It's good. To, it's car buying weather, car shopping weather at least. Yeah. Twenty six degrees today. Twenty eight ish tomorrow. Oh, mama, let's go. Well, and you know what's coming. Bad weather, right? It's like taking down your Christmas light, or your right, like that's right. Or how's that? Or putting up your Christmas light, something you know like that. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You wait, you wait, you wait. Shit, waited too long. You wait, don't wait too long. Get over to, to Tower Chrysler, Consumer Choice Award winner, Calgary's favorite Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, Jeep dealer. 10901 McLeod Trail South, towerchrysler.com. You can wait till it's cold and wait till it's miserable out there, and then be like, ah. Why didn't we go? Why didn't we go when it was nicer to test drive one of those vehicles over a tower? Or you could take our advice and just go and do it today or tomorrow or this weekend. Treat yourself. Go say hi to Serge and the folks over at Tower. They will treat you right. We have uh, we have a football game last night to react to. It is kind of sort of the start of the flame season as they are in Penticton, British Columbia. Beautiful spot to begin the uh, young stars, rookies, whatever. It's the kids. It's future, the young men. Future mm-hmm. stars. Yeah, future stars. And uh, this day in, in hockey history for McLeod Law. A where were you when kind of a thing on this day in hockey history. But uh, did you watch some football last night? Did you Watched get a load of the uh, Thursday nighter? I didn't get the, to the end because I started to... I started in my, on my sleep apnea before mm. I got right to the end, but I did mm-hmm. watch some football. Cousins you, was a fan of turning it over early. You probably weren't shocked to see that the Eagles ended up finding a way? No, sir. It's amazing, it's a, too. Six points. Yeah. Amazing. Because uh, I, I was the thing of it is, if Jefferson hangs on to that ball at the goal line, the Vikings are not 0-2. You know, I don't know what you think of the Eagles because they sneak by in a way in week one. Weren't, I mean, at times impressive yesterday, but still let the Vikings hang around and could have been tied or going to overtime with that game last night. I'm not sure what to think of these Eagles just yet. What is that rule there with Jefferson? It's so stupid. Touchback, if you fumble it, like... Let him say, okay, so you had it. If you never had possession, it's an incomplete pass. Has possession, fumbles it, going through the end zone. 
and it's a touchback, it becomes Eagles ball. I don't know. Everyone, I'm sure there's people who can really explain it to you, why it makes sense and why it's the way it should be. Feels like that's, it's a lot because you not only miss out on points, but you lose the ball as well. Yeah, you've come way down there, the field. Put yourself in that position. Call it make incomplete if you don't want to give it to them all the way down to the five or the three or whatever it would have been. Anyway, or maybe I'm just sour because I had Jefferson in my fantasy. Could be. How do you do? Oh, he was well, okay, but would have liked that to have, would have had made a, a nice. Uh, yeah, those are only. That's a big yeah. play. Yeah, or give him the ball at the one and let their running back run it in or something like that. Their running backs, horseshit. <laughs> Brutal. They got worked. DeAndre Swift was brilliant after a lot of questions in week one. I'm not sure that the Eagles have a running game. Well, they had a running game last night. And now the Vikes 0-2. Tough coming back from 0-2 in the NFL retro. Is it? Is there a stat for that? Oh, there's so many. Lots of stats? So many stats that uh, would show that. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be surprised. It would probably blow your mind, yeah. Didn't know there was that many stats. Mm Mm-hmm. 34-28, 34-28, the final, is how that thing went. Right, I'll tell you what, those odds makers, they know what they're doing. Apparently. Apparently. Apparently, they're Apparently. Uh, real good at what they do. Real good at what they do. Rookies, so what can I tell you about the rookie camp today? They practiced yesterday, flew to Penticton. Today, it is a 8.30 Mountain Time start. If you want to jaunt over to uh, calgaryflames.com this evening, it'll be streamed for you there. Because it's the internet. It's where it's at, right? All the cool kids are streaming. They're all doing it. A chance to see uh, some of the young boys. Tonight it is Vancouver, the opponent, for the 8.30 game. Did you have a rookie tournament type of a deal when you first... uh, So you get drafted by Florida. What's that first camp for you? First camp, we were in Peterborough. Peterborough Bullock. I mean, it was old. No, the camps used to be the old school, right? Like you were put into four teams and you played against each other and you fought each other and you speared each other. And then yeah. they sent you off to an exhibition game. And then I got sent home. And then the second year, same sort of deal. We were in Greensboro. We just go, yeah. Like nowadays they give you a practice. Back then, game. Put your skates on. Get game. out there. Yeah. Right, so it's. I think it's. Ah, it's way better. <laughs> I remember who was I at the rink with the other day? Razor and a bunch of guys were laughing because down at where our kids skate is where the Sabers and the Canadians and there's. I think New Jersey's in town, so they've got a big hockey like a Penticton type of thing going yeah. on. Anyway, we're, uh, they'd started having their practices for the kids. And back in the day, there used to be a three-hour rule. I don't know if it's in place anymore because teams would just grind you for hours and hours. So the, finally the union finally got in a, no, no, no. Once it's, if you can't get done what you need to get done in three hours, to, sorry, yeah, it's over. That's enough. Start the clock. Start yeah. the clock. We're at the rank. Start it. So you'd be... I, the world has changed. I remember Lindy Ruff playing in Buffalo. I mean, this would be the 2000s. So it's only 20 years ago, and we used to do the stupidest skates, a 15-lap skate. What? <laughs> what? 
How is this relative? Let's see your crossovers. Yeah. What are we in? Seven and a half. So you did seven one way, and then you're coming up the middle. You had to cross over, kind of a figure eight, the next one. So you got to turn both ways. It was, whew. Now, at the same time, were they, they were probably very much aware that you guys don't train or didn't train then like players would now. It's it's funny. You you knew you were coming to training camp to kind of get into shape. And maybe so did they? A little bit, but like a six-mile run has no bearing on being in shape for hockey. And (laughs) all they ever cared about, you got the feel that the only thing they ever cared about was his body fat. Yeah. Because if you had a body fat and you couldn't do two laps, that's fine. It's okay. He's not fat. (laughs) Right. That was it. So if oh, you could get old, your body fat yeah. but not skate, you were good. Hey, 10%, 9%, body fat, way to go. Andy McIntyre. Hello, Andy. Well, uh, there you go. Somebody can tell Retro his old teammate from the Blades. Andy McIntyre says, hi, just heading out hunting with he a group. First round pick. Was he a first? No, he was no. touted to be third round pick to Chicago. And they had a penciled in. I remember it was a setter. One of the setters was coaching there. We talked about it years later, and they had him penciled in. And again, maybe went to camp out of shape. <laughs> Come on, Mac. <laughs> Sit-ups are free, right? Yeah. I remember, yeah, that was because I, uh, as you know, uh, back in the Sean Yakimission days, I would see a lot of this. Well, I should say a lot. I was very familiar with the Saskatoon Blades and then start working and get to junior. Lots of, lots of uh, Saskers out there probably going hunting right about now. What, what do you think he's hunting for? Ptarmigan? Elk. Elk. Is it elk season? I don't... I know it's a bit... Did you ever... Was that... I never went hunting as a kid. It was never... My old man, we loved fishing. He would maybe... The old man would go hunting once or twice, I only recall. But it, even it wasn't an annual thing. Mm-hmm. But man, for some people. So did you get your tags? What are you, when are you going? How are you going? When are you going? What do you got to go? Oh, it's a big deal. Big deal. We didn't hunt, but we fished. We had a yearly fishing trip. I remember being five going on my first fishing trip. Then we almost died because uh, the wind blew up and we were too light to keep the boat <laughs> down, <laughs> flopping around. And Doug didn't have a damn clue what he was doing. So it was great. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Think of it now as a parent. What he must have been thinking having, the, having kids in the boat. And then the storm rolls in. Young man, though. Young man. They started young back in the day, right? Yeah. Like, they weren't mid-40s with 10-year-olds. They were oh, 20, right? Yeah. Like, still full of piss and vinegar. So, and dumb. Yes. So. so dumb. Too dumb and young to be having kids. Well, it's nice to know that uh, people are going out there. Somebody says maybe they're hunting for gophers. Lots that of is a, is a big deal out in Sask. Could be. Um, now, so you go, I'm just tr- kind of going back to, because I'm thinking of, of these rookies, because yes. this gets to be a grind. Oh, God. It's they long. come to town. They do fitness testing. The golf event is not a challenge, but it's, so you, it's fitness testing. It's a long You're day. on the ice. You fly to Penticton. You play today, you play Saturday, you practice Sunday, you play Monday, and 
they have enough guys that not everybody's going to play, but still. Uh, then you fly back and then camp. You, you go right into camp. Well, you pray you make camp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there will obviously there will be some. Think of a guy like Matt Coronado, who I think a lot of people feel like this is a guy that could, should, will be on the team, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't know how much they need to see of him. Does he play one of the three games? Does he play two of them? I don't know, but he's going to make main camp. You know, that's going to be, I would think Hanzik probably is the same thing, although he's younger, but. Well, if he can't make main camp or you don't, it's not the end of the road. But yeah. Yeah. Know. So he was just drafted. It's not to read it, but for, for somebody like, cause I know Jeremy Poirier is injured. He's not going to be there. They could, people were kind of hoping and, Looking forward to seeing him play. But for a guy like Coronado, play, play, come back, camp, camp, hopefully survive cuts, camp. Now they're out of cuts. <laughs> preseason games. There's eight preseason games. Again, they treat the guys better than they used to. They will. It'll be a long process for them. But, I mean, my first year, it took, it's over the, my first year, the year I made it, it felt like forever. Yeah, I I'm sh and I'm sure we started sooner. It wasn't mid-September. I'm sure we had, and I, and I'm also sure they used to have way more exhibition games. I know there was it used to be like twelve, I think, and they didn't care. Like there is supposed to be a rule that you're not supposed to play three and three, mm -hmm. but you can if you don't have enough guys. I can remember playing three games and three nights and just. Oh, it seemed like a forever thing, especially when you're on the cusp, right? Because you're stressed out the whole way. Because you're, am I making it? Am I making it? You don't and you, ever. And where did you guys hold prep. training camps? We were in Greensboro, and then right? we were all over the wet east coast of Canada. We flew up to Toronto and then out to the coast and all, all over the place. I Tampa. remember, I think you were in the game. When it was the Jets and the Panthers yes. in Brandon. Brandon, that's so right. you're that's the for year. you guys, you were going all over the friggin' place. It's a a little bit different when you're on the charter flight and you're going to Edmonton and Winnipeg and Vancouver, that sort of thing. Not bussing it into Brandon or wherever you were going back in those days. So it's uh, but it is. It's it's a it's a grind. And if I guess if you can't handle that, then you're not going to handle the rigors of an NHL season. So maybe it gets you ready for that. When did you know that you were in? Not not so much the the final cuts necessarily, but for you mentally, when did you feel like I I got a real shot? I think I'm making this team. Did it hit you at all before final cuts came, or how did yeah, that I go? Yeah, I never for trusted you? it. I, um... Somebody, it might have been Randy Moeller retired or Keith. Somebody retired because they couldn't do it. They didn't, they were still listed on the roster kind of thing under contract, maybe, but they were injured and didn't skate all camp. And then finally they announced their retirement. So that, because I remember sitting in the hotel, I'd go to the rink and I'd come back and stare at the sheet. And there were like 12 defensemen. I'm like, holy F. Like, yeah. I know I've got a chance, but these guys are veteran guys with contracts. Like, how do you displace them? Now, there was, I don't, either the the uh, the cap on players, what's the word I'm searching for? Your roster, roster size, size was limit. way bigger. Yeah. We carried 26 the whole year. 
So that was different yeah, too. Yeah. So you were like, maybe they'll keep nine. And I think they, I think they did, but one of the guys retired and then they traded Dallas Eakins. Wait, no, they didn't. They traded Bob Bugner to Buffalo. And then I was like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe, yeah. maybe, but you don't, I didn't trust anything till Doug McClain out of the blue. Still remember it was the blue line in the Panthers arena, the old shitty Pompano ice den. I know exactly <laughs> where I was. Where are you living at the hotel? Well, you should get a spot and you're kind of <laughs> yeah, like, huh? Get a spot, because yeah. like, if because uh, you also had the you could play up to nine games, right? Once you played your tenth, then it was I forget how it worked, counted Deals. against your yeah, contract like... or whatever the hell it was. But so it was a while into the year. <laughs> yeah, are you still at the hotel? Yeah, well, you better go get a place. good place. Oh, In hindsight, I probably should have told whoever Scroodland or somebody to you're going to move into his basement. They made me get a billet. Did they? Yeah, I guess they would. They did. Yeah. Because Eddie was living with his folks. His mom was down there. Yeah. And I think Dvorak as well. Anyway, there you were. On the blue line. Cocky as hell. In Pompano. No clue how I, like, this is probably boring for people, but I don't know how I played in the NHL. Like, I shot, like, I don't. In what, way, the in what way? And, what do you mean? Well, I, I never wanted the puck. <laughs> never. Yeah. Never. Now, we played in Florida, and prior to Doug McClain taking over, Roger Nielsen had been there, and we weren't talented, so we played a trap system. My first shift at a training camp, I remember Scott Millenby yelling, trap, trap. <laughs> what? What is this trap? And I'm like, this is wonderful. You don't yeah. have to move. Anyway. How you ever, I this don't know. Warner, how, he, the he, point great I'm getting puck at mover. is. Great I, puck mover. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how, especially nowadays. Back then, I got in the odd fight. The odd fight. And I didn't like fighting, but I'd do it and get in the odd fight. So you could differentiate yourself that way. But I really don't know how or what you have would have to do to be noticed or for them to view you as capable of playing. Hmm. I think it's way harder today for kids because all of them seem skilled. All of them. And totally different all game. The You're same, right. All it's... the similar styles of games. And there's such an emphasis put on skill, skill, skill. I I don't know how you stand out. But you were. Oh, watch the game tonight. Yeah, yeah. And there's always the higher end skill will stand out. But then there's a pile of muck. And how do you. It's like watching Timbits. How the F do you know this? <laughs> yeah. You just think back to how the game was, and I don't know if you're doing it to curry, you know, to get fans interested, but if you're big and tough and, you know, you're going to be physical, then maybe it gets fans. But it, I think it depends on what coach you have and what your philosophy yeah. is. Obviously, Jovanovski was going to be on that team. Would you, would you say that your blue line would have been a bigger physical decor i don't know it wasn't big because eddie was big and that helped too eddie broke his hand the last game of training camp so that didn't help to or did help to keep me around um 
Paul Laus was there, and he was tough as hell, but he wasn't big. Yeah. I mean, we really – I think the thing that helped us, myself, a guy like me that year, was it was an expansion team that had been really old the first two seasons, and they needed to turn it over. Yeah. They needed to inject some some youth, and probably Jovanovski was my biggest – I was the biggest, one of the biggest beneficiaries of Jovanovski being there because we were friends and we got along. And I think that was part of it as well. Well, this, this guy that's going to be a star, yeah, it's going to need somebody to hang out with. So, so you a, were, what, you what were the baggage a, handler. Yes. You were, yes. <laughs> what a choice. <laughs> What choice they made. Well, I've, you're probably selling yourself short because you made the NHL and uh, you stayed there. So I don't think you do that just by being a good guy. Um, you were well, a highly... Well, you know, not to... Ch- again, I talk about my career. Who the hell cares? But it's, it's I was lucky. Gord Murphy broke his toe, hadn't been playing, and get in for the playoff, get in the last couple games of the season, get a point, play pretty well, and then the playoffs start, and we go to the freaking finals. Well, yeah. Without that, who knows? Yeah. I wonder, it doesn't feel like it's the same because that's the, always a story. If, if this didn't happen, if you didn't get this break, then maybe you never make it. I don't feel like it's the same anymore, if, if it ever was, that you would miss on somebody just because maybe there was an you injury or whatever. It it, it's, it's not missing on somebody. I mean, it is and it isn't. It's not, but the reason I say it's not missing on somebody it's that somebody else takes their place. So you may not miss on a guy, but he may be. So in a, two, three years go by. If you've not made it, well, there's other kids that like, who are we more excited about this year's second rounder or the guy from three years ago? Yeah, I know. Right. Like yeah. it, it, they fell from within. And it happens faster now than ever. Hell yeah. You you can get passed by so fast. And I, and you, that's the one thing you feel for somebody that either has a bad camp or gets injured in camp. If you throw a couple of those, well, my, my first camp, I was overwhelmed and I wasn't very good. And then I got hurt the next year. Well, I hope you've had a couple of great years in either your last year, a junior or a great AHL season. Cause there's two years, there's two draft crops of guys coming in and they were, they just could be faster. They could be higher skilled. Well, How good the, was your team? Where did you pick in the draft? Were they high draft picks? You could be F just because of where your NHL team stood in the draft. Well, and where you stand for your next contract, right? Like if they've got those guys for a few more years at a cheaper contract and you're no better, but you're due for a raise. Well, yeah, I'll stay with the cheap kid. Ride it out. On the flip side. And again, it's because there's, Nothing Not a whole lot going talk on. About. Well, there, there's some stuff. There's some Jays. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about the Jays. When when was the first time where you looked over your shoulder, where you thought as a veteran, whether it's because of your contract or not your till, age? N- not till Keenan and I, I've said to the people that have listened to the show before. I. Keenan came in and I was the guy that he was going to make an example to the rest of the team with. He did it on every team he went to. I got lucky enough to be that guy. That being said, I wasn't playing well enough when I look back on it. And I wasn't going to be, you know, you think you could, I could have got a couple more years, but it wasn't the type of hockey 
I needed or should have been playing. And I didn't look, I, I, I never thought it was over till they didn't buy me out. Because Daryl said they were buying me out. And then mm-hmm. in the morning of the buyout, he called me back and said, we're not buying you out. And right then and there, I knew it was effed. Can you explain why? What your thought process is there? Well, if you get bought out, you can go to another team for peanuts. Yeah. Right? You're going to extend your career. You might not make any money, but you're going to go get a job. But at the same time, could you not rationalize and say, they're not buying me out because I'll play here. There's a chance. No, no, because Keenan fucking hated me. Like he had, he had no time or interest in, in, and I don't know what it was. It shouldn't have been a kind of guy that he didn't like, but yeah, whatever. What that's what happened. Yeah. So, no. You knew you weren't going to get it. I knew I wasn't. I knew I wasn't going to get a fair shake, and I didn't get a. F- crying over spilt milk. He wouldn't even fucking play me in the exhibition season two. I was in great shape. I had a great first game and he didn't play me again. And the only chance I had was to play my ass off in, in the exhibition seasons and hope another team, maybe a guy got injured or picked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't even fucking play me. Pardon my language, but that's, that probably pisses me off as much as anything. He wouldn't even play me. I remember being in Vancouver, go out for warm up. I need to play. It's the last exhibition game. I, I, I have. This is it. No, you're not dressing you. Yeah. And, and what can you do? Nothing. You're not going to the G. You're not going up the ladder to. Well, <laughs> you'd already had that conversation. Okay, yeah. get me out of here. I'm you're two and a half, and guys haven't seen you play for eight months. They're not going to take you. Yeah. So then, how did that? So that preseason, you didn't get into the last game. How did that all shake down then? Well, I needed surgery, so they uh, we went to uh, the fucking team building thing. Clearly, yeah. it's still emotional. Oh, <laughs> uh, we went to the team building thing. We're sitting in Banff, and he Daryl called Bubba, Anders Eriksson, my Simpson, yeah. sending them, up, putting you on waivers. Yeah, I said well, I'm not going to play in the Myers. I'm going to get surgery. So. Yeah. So and, surgery it was. Yeah. And what was that? Because talk, you've talked a lot about your shoulders and how they still bug you. What was the rehab on like, did, did you feel I'm going to get surgery and I'm still going to play? I'm going to come back and with injuries or depending on how guys are playing, yeah, I'll, I'll get it, back uh, in. It's a touchy subject because I think there'd be people down at the Dome if I told the truth that wouldn't, or my version of the truth. Mm-hmm. That it's 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 a gray line. Let's say that. Mm. I wonder about because we talk about how good the kids are. So how old would you were, were you then? Thirty two. Thirty two. Right on the cusp. It's I've said it. You go back over the history of defensemen in the NHL and look at how many guys thirty three done. Yeah, it's crazy. I was going to say, what's that age now? Well, what are we talking about with right. Lindholm? 29? Yes. When are guys starting? Holy shit, there's some... 33, when I started, was the holy grail. That you didn't get to one. UFA until 31. Well, 31 was younger. When I first started, I think it was 33. It was like, oh, come to Jesus. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Like, floodgates. Yeah. 
And then it all started to change. It was years of service and different things. And then obviously the first contract out of entry level, we see what it's done. But yeah, if you could get to your 31st birthday, then you could, that was, I think that was as as young or as soon as you could hit full unrestricted free agency and be able to hit the market. (laughs) You're, you're done by 31 for a lot of these guys. Praying for deals. You better be an all-star. Yeah. You want to keep going after 31. God. And yeah. probably rightfully so. Again, you could probably scientifically break it down and prove, nope, you cannot perform at this level anymore. Yeah. Some people can. If There's always the, the one-offs, and there's a small percentage of guys that can. You take better care of yourself. You do this. You do that. But even that, everybody's doing it. You're not different by taking care of yourself. You think you stand out because you're in shape? Everyone's mm-hmm. in shape. If you're not in shape, you're not playing. Like, it's not even a consideration. Yeah, that used to be giving yourself an edge. Yes, you show up at camp and you're, holy, look at you. We work out all summer. Look at good job. (laughs) Yeah. Now it's like. What do you do now to give yourself an edge if you're one of those top prospects? Well, when I started, 10 to 12% body fat. That's what you needed to be between. If you showed up at 12% body fat, they'd send you home. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. God, what do you do if you're a kid nowadays to, you work out every day, you're on the ice, you're eating right, it's vitamins. I'll tell you, there's a kid listening. If there's a kid listening, you play with piss and vinegar and you play old school hockey and you will, Ryder Bolton, uh, Eric Bolton's boy, he just went and made London. Wow. He played in the Junior Sabres program here. Nobody, just a guy, right? Well, Ryder plays, he can skate, and he hits the piss out of people. Not fighting, but he finishes every check, and he dumps it in with a purpose, and it's a boom. It's it's a, it's a Jordan 2-2 type of style. Yeah, Hard to play. You want to make get noticed? That's how you do it. And even that's becoming tougher because the refs and the league don't want hard hitting because of the injuries. But I'm telling you, if you need something to differentiate yourself with, and you're willing to do it, that's the style. Are you telling me the Conroy and Iginla wouldn't be salivating if there were three kids that showed up here and played like Jordan Tutu? Well, and you think back to last year, how did Walker Dewar, Walker Dewar. stick on the line? Yes. Was, I mean, he ended up scoring some goals, which was almost a bonus, but it was the energy that he brought. 100%. And But you're right, though. It's not no easy. No one plays with emotion and energy. That's how you differentiate. Yeah. If you think you're just, oh, I, I've got, I, I had a skills coach and I, I did some stick handling all summer and I went through the cones and I'm doing, we, like, again, I don't know if this is boring for people to listen, but 14 year old practice the other day. So we're doing skills and small games and all this shit. And it's fine. It's good. Well, then I made a real hockey drills, like compete, stop, like true hockey stuff, read and react, isn't it? Kids fall apart. Yeah. You give them a puck and open space, they'll wow you. You awesome stuff. You make them think it and and react to some contact and and get involved. Shit falls apart real fast. (laughs) Real fast. And I guess that's why you, because some parents wonder, and we are getting off on a tangent, but just because one of my kids is kind of going through it, you have your. 
your skills portion where it's non-compete, it's time trials and this sort of stuff. It's like, well, what are we, what are you doing that for? I mean, I guess in some respect, it shows you what a, what a player, what a boy or a girl, whatever, that's kind of where their skill, that's what they're capable of. But then the gameplay, I mean, you're right. It's just some of them cannot connect the dots as to how the game works yet. And even like, I, I, I get a bee in my bonnet when they talk about the tryout stuff for the kids in Calgary and some of the systems that these organizations and they are called organizations, right? Mm, like, sure. What are they called? They're not academies. The different associations. Associations. Yes. That's some of the bullshit that these associations run for a, it's a complete waste of an hour of ice time. And well, he went through the gates and he skated from the red line to the or the blue between the blue lines and the, this. Come on, yeah, come on. What are we talking about? The, somebody told me the other day there was one of the associations. They had a kid get a pass from one's face-off dot and shoot it, and then turn the other way and get a pass from the other face-off dot and shoot it, and then go <laughs> sit in the fucking corner. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Come How on. are you applying that in what a game scenario? Yeah. Oh, it's a fun time of year. Now, so has everybody, because I know your kids, I mean, your boys are kind of at a, a higher level, so those teams will have all been chosen. What The younger groups, are they still, because i got to be honest, I don't even know where. Yeah, down here, they do it different. They do the tryouts in the springs. So yeah. It's completely Where things different. are at. But. Yeah, but. And there's positives and negatives to both, but I I have no idea in Calgary right now. Yeah. It's got to be getting close to being put on team time. Sure, I, would I think, think so. Yeah, nervous energy for sure. So, and just to, I guess we'll finish up on on your thing. So you make the team. And say, hey, so you should probably go get a place. We've talked about this in the past too. There's there's no internet. Dug. They're not watching on TV. They have no idea. You're calling them periodically with updates, phone calls. Yeah, probably like most boys when they leave home, not enough for mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think I went to Detroit for two weeks and I never phoned once in the spring before. Oh. <laughs> like, Can you imagine now? And then I came home and dropped my bag and left and didn't even say hi <laughs> at the bar. As a parent, your kid, he's yeah. send your 18-year-old off to Florida. Yeah. What do you mean you're not, you're in Detroit? How did you end up in Detroit? Well, have you heard from him? No, and I don't know how to call him. No, you're you not. You don't have cell phones. No number. No. <laughs> Are you phoning Doug McLean? Hi, I was wondering about Rhett. Uh, is there any way we can get a hold I of him? I think, no, I think Doug phoned, the, a funny story, my old man phoned my agent and said, because I was down there. He's like, "Wow, what about it? What if he doesn't make it to practice on time and stuff? And my agent's like, what? Fuck. <laughs> And he doesn't, and he doesn't care enough to set an alarm. I don't know what you tell yeah. you. Want me to call him every morning? Yeah. Like call the room? <laughs> no, it's his responsibility. It is funny. God. No. Yeah. Well, for all the kids out there, I hope you, hope you made the team you wanted to. And that's the other thing too. Kids, it's so hard because you have the team you think you should be on or the team that you really want to be on. And then if you make it, it's great. And then you realize maybe afterwards, boy, this was not so great. Man. I think that happens more. I just, the one thing the other I way around for all youth hockey and 
they do it a little more here. But back back home there in Calgary, I just wish they let those kids pick a buddy. Have three or four, a list of five, so that they're all on a team with someone they know. And so that they're on a team with maybe the family needs help getting rides for the kids, yeah, yeah. right? Like, to, to take that away is stupid. Because I can tell you, my kids are a little bit older than yours. It happens so fast. You do camps in spring and camps in summer and you're getting ready and sticks and skates. And well, where are you guys going to this? What, how many, did you got ice? When are you, when's your session? When are you going? Okay. Well, he's on this team. Well, I had to do in dry land. And then the kid, again, 99.9% of them turn 18 and all of it is over. It's like, what was all of that worth? All of that stress and training and Yep. you're getting ready well what team are you going to be on well how did when are the evals well how was your skate well where's the evaluation over so who did you did you have fun yeah i forget who i played with that was uh <laughs> was that first year bantam or was that mid i don't even remember yeah oh it was pretty good that's then poof it's just all kind of gone that's and it's nice... hard when you're in it to, to cut it because you know my, that's how it's gonna go that but... was my parents speech I, my big point of my parents speech only you people can f this up the kids they're not gonna ruin it but if you people overreact and screw it up you're gonna regret it because guess yeah. what it's gonna go fast and these are supposed to be the good times so let's do our best not to be idiots yeah my oldest boy played and then obviously COVID hit and stuff like that. He went and played his last year. He put his bag down and hasn't looked at it since. <laughs> I know that feeling. Spring of so 2023, 2021, whatever it was. Final game, cities or whatever the end of the SO is at Christmas, right? So it's cities yeah. uh, losing the final. Foomp, bag sitting downstairs. I, the only reason is because I move it when I have to find some stuff that's in the basement downstairs. He hasn't looked at it since. Don't so. eat that shit. Kids out there, we want to play. But but parents, I'm sure your kid's going to make it. Absolutely. Don't take if my... They, if they go my, to the right camp. Yeah. Yeah. If, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Um, you know, I'll bring it up in the Pinder report. I don't know if you've been following this Babcock stuff, but oh. we thought it was over a couple days ago. It's not over. What well, should be? It's not over. Well, uh, is that because the news cycle's no good for hockey right now, and there's nothing for people? The people are starting I to get excited. And... You know what? I'll we'll get into right. it. I don't right. think it's just that. You've got when the NHLPA is involved, and then the NHL is involved, and they're getting. I don't know how this one ends. I'll be totally honest with you. Uh, hearing loss clinic. Hearingloss.ca is the website. There you see it. They they can't make it more convenient for you. They got the website, hearingloss.ca. They've got five locations in British Columbia, four locations in Calgary, whatever works for you. And they are the very best. They, the again, I kind of joke about it. That, well, I don't know the science behind it. There is so much. It's, it's come so far, leaps and bounds. It's one of these, the technology gets so much better so quickly that if you went a year or two ago for a hearing assessment and it was you know, depending on where you were you go again now who knows where your hearing has it deteriorated but how much better the technology has become 
I was blown away because I'm I'm just dumb. I have no idea. But when I sat down and saw what what they can do, it's crazy. I assure you. Go and maybe you, you you go in there, and that's the thing. They're not looking to sell you anything. Everybody wins. If you go in, you get a, a, an assessment done, and everything's great. They are thrilled for you. This is not one of those. You see them online, and you say, "Hey, well, you better get to." They're just looking to get you get your gear. Truly. Rhodesy and the people at the hearing loss clinic, they just want your best quality of life. And it ha- it can be for men and women of all ages, a lot of kids. You don't even think about it necessarily. Can't say enough. Get an assessment done. They are on your social media, at the hearing loss for Twitter, Instagram, at the hearing loss clinic. Hearingloss.ca. Book yourself in. You will be thankful that you did. And I just know when I was like, oh, you're... You are a candidate for for hearing aids. You think it's, well, this is bad news. And then you try these things out and like, this is great. This is that it's the best news you could have gotten because you you just don't realize how much you were missing out on. Hearingloss.ca, go and uh, get yourself booked in. We'll do the Pinder Report. It is a presentation of Village Honda, Northwest Auto Mall. Clear out continues on the 2023 Ridge Lines. The 2023 passports, they got to make got to make that room. They're uh, rolling them out, whatever it is they say, for 2024's. New in-stock inventory arriving daily. Start your automotive adventures at Village Honda. New vehicle pricing, MSRP. And I've we were there a couple months ago. At least go have a coffee. Because they've got a great coffee machine at Village. They do. How do you like your coffee? What do you want? little mocha mochaccino what do you need here delicious village honda so yes the rookie camp begins today for the calgary flames i guess it's the first game of the season however you want to look at it whether it's just the rookies or whatever but guys in flames jerseys will be playing against guys in vancouver canucks jerseys in penticton 8 30 tonight mountain time you can watch these on calgaryflames.com. It is streaming digital. It's the way of the future. Right? You could probably watch a lot of hockey because I think there's a lot of those types of camps going on. I think on. there is, yeah. It wasn't uh, They always have the one in Traverse City. Mm-hmm. There's some teams out there. Huh? Everyone's doing it. Everybody's doing it. So it's Vancouver today, tomorrow, same time, 8.30. The Oilers, rookies, then Sunday, they are off. They'll just have the afternoon practice. Monday, it's Winnipeg in the morning. So a little, uh, if that's your thing, 11 a.m. I mean, it's you'd probably be watching this show, in fairness. So sorry to the Flames for really cutting in on your numbers. <laughs> but uh, maybe you can split screen it. I don't know what... You'll, you'll figure it out. 11 a.m. is the game on Monday against the Jets. They then return home and then on to training camp. So, yes, if you haven't been following it, uh, I don't know what you call it. There is, a, there is a situation with the Columbus Blue Jackets and their head coach, Mike Babcock. It all started with, with Biz Nasty, Paul Bizanet on Spit and Chicklets told a story about how Mike Babcock was bringing in guys and wanting to see their phones to put pictures up on the airdrop or whatever it is, the airplay on, on the TVs. And then a couple of players came out and said, this is being misrepresented, characterized all wrong here. 
It was just kind of, hey, we'd love to see what your family's all about. Babcock issues a, a release. The team does the same thing. And that was just a couple days ago. Felt like this thing was going to be over. Well, as it turns out, it's not over. As the NHLPA has gotten word that maybe it's not as innocent as they were led to believe by Boone Jenner and Johnny Gaudreau, that there are some younger guys who said, no, this was, that's not exactly how it went either. So the NHLPA is meeting with the NHL and it's not over yet. Now this is from TSN radio in Toronto as uh, a TSN insider, Darren Drager joined their morning show today with this update. Do you think there could be a scenario here where Mike Babcock could be potentially removed as the head coach? Yeah, I mean, that's plausible. It is. Uh, I'm not saying that or is going to happen, not reporting that is going to happen. But at this stage, and based on the information that um, you know has, has been discovered and percolated to the surface in the last 48 hours, I, I think there's a chance of that. It's a crazy world we're in, man. And it's not crazy. It's really simple. If he did it in a certain manner, as in, hey, give me your phone. I want to go through your pictures. He needs to be shit-canned. Mm. If he did it in a, we're having a conversation. Oh, you got your, you got two kids? Oh, yeah, let's love to see a picture of the fam. I don't know. Is that the worst thing in the world a man can ask? Like, might not be what I bring up. Yeah. It has to be somewhere in the middle, doesn't it? Right? Like, and if it is, if it was the first case scenario, the kids, the players, I call them kids because they are kids. No. And sure. And he should be fired. Like, they shouldn't be showing him anything if that's the approach he's taking. It just seems odd that it, that is, again, we don't know. We weren't in I the know. room. If it's that way, fire him. Move on. Clearly, you've not learned. Uh, I don't know what you needed to learn from, but clearly you're acting oddly and inappropriately in yeah. a lot of opinion, and we don't need to deal with this. You're fired. Yeah. If it was the other thing, it should be dead and gone as well, right? Like, the, the... Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. This shouldn't be such a big issue. It it. It felt to me, like I say, that this was, this had all been kind of handled, that some leaders in the room came out and said, this is how it went down. Okay, fair enough. I can see how that would be a situation. But now, we're two days later, and 
Now, Drager did say also in that in that interview that the NHLPA and the NHL were planning to meet at, and as well at this time, but about other things, there was other business they were going to talk to. But all of a sudden, this has gone to probably the top of their yeah, priority the list. It's so. supposed to investigate shit like that too, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's I don't know. I can't. I defer to people that are close to it. It's it's a weird one. Well, for me, Mike Babcock's been good to me. I've met him a handful of times. Polite general conversation both saskers i know people that have known him his whole life their family friends high high opinion yeah. i know guys that hate him <laughs> literally yeah so i i don't have a but what i was trying to get at was did columbus need to bring this on at all the is is my Babcock, so highly regarded as a coach that you had to wait for that contract with Toronto to end and immediately go out and bring him in. Right? Because you had to know there was going to be some feedback on this, some pushback, some distortion, right? Yeah. He's a Hall of Fame coach, though, right? He's a he Hall of is? Fame coach. Stop that... yourself, though. Stop yourself, though. He's a Hall of Fame coach. And if you look back over his career, is he a Hall of Fame coach? because he was a Roger Nielsen and he changed the game and people speak glowing and highly about him consistently. Is he right? Is he Pat Quinn or Pat Burr? Like yeah. is the, is the take on Babcock such that he's an undeniable talent and, and not renovators, the wrong word. You, Innovator, know, what yeah. you know what I mean? Or was he handed the keys to the castle? And coach some good teams. For me, it's the latter. I don't think he... I have no idea. I've not played for him. But I don't know that he's so good that he's undeniable and he has to be employed. I thought it was odd that he was... He self-promoted himself into a $6 million plus a year contract. Yeah. Right? With Toronto. Like, all of a sudden, he was going to, and in a way, good on him. He's as much a, he's a pioneer in that way for getting coaches paid. But yeah. his body of work doesn't scream, we have to, have to, have to have him. Yeah, I guess, I guess maybe maybe I'm guilty of not paying close enough attention. Like, obviously, there's there's ego there, and you, you'll hear all the people that don't like him yeah. that'll tell you what kind of a egomaniac, self-centered kind of guy. I don't know. Um, no. But if you're running a franchise, what's your what's your job? And you're hiring a coach. What to if dig you're in, into that shit. What if you're in Columbus and you generally don't have a crack at those higher and coaches bullshit there's 32 jobs you got john tortorella came there no problem you got john davidson that came what do you what, yeah. i don't i don't i don't think that there's when you're in the coaching gm like it's players may not want to go to columbus players may not want to go to calgary players may not want to go to winnipeg well those players they they kind of do have options if you're an nhl coach how many jobs are there Right? Like you fucking take what's available. Mm -hmm. If you're an NHL GM, you ain't nitpicking. Oh, I'm not sure I want to go to, to Winnipeg. Right? Like there would be shovel day off gets shit canned. There would be a long list of guys. Yeah. Yes, please. Absolutely. Love Winnipeg. Big Manitoba guy. Well, right? 
And you think about where Yarmo Kekalainen is at now, that let's say this thing that they, they don't have to fire him or whatever. It's already... now you've, now you've got a coach yeah. who you have to feel like at least half your room. He's hamstrung already. Already has <laughs> lost guys in the room. Well, I'm big on conspiracies. That's where I'm at with it. I'm at Columbus has phoned the league and said, can you guys help us? <laughs> you think? Yeah. It's like, how, how the hell camp right, hasn't we, started and start, already. Yeah. Can we come out somehow come back to an agreement here where we'll give them half just to go yeah. away? Cause this is going to be a headache. Like how, and if you're Babcock and nothing comes of it and this meeting is a bunch of BS, which it could be that too. Yeah. How do you get the room? I know. The whole thing, regardless of how it ends. You, because if you're walking around on eggshells, you, 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 that doesn't work. The guys will take advantage of you. If you're coming in harsh, they've already, it already appears that they're not going to put up with it. Right. Like, I, and if you come in and you feel like if you're Babcock, I need to win the room back. How do you come across as anything but disingenuous? Yeah. If that's how these guys already feel about they're you? interpreting. Yeah. Hey, I, oh, you got twins. I love this. You got a picture. Let me see. Yeah. Listen, and by now, I'll be looking at my phone. All right. Like if that's your take yeah. already. And by now, all those players will have heard so many from so many guys in the hockey world. Oh yeah, that guy did this and that guy did that. This guy's an it's a mess. I I had no two days I, ago I thought it was done. I really I, did. And yet here we are. Um I, I wonder. I wonder if the best case scenario for the Blue Jackets is if Mike gets paid to go away and they move on and get another coach. Not ideal. Not uh now yesterday I go ahead. Well, I just am curious, what's, has there been further comment? I mean, Biz and Wit, they both basically said, bullshit, you're guilty. Yeah, they've basically doubled down on it and said, no, this is, we, we, you, you can come out and release press releases and say everything's fine. We stand by what we were told, that guys were rubbed the wrong way by this thing. Whatever mm -hmm. happened, they were not impressed. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> showed you. <laughs> and and Johnny, why did why did you leave? Yeah, you, you could have just stayed here. We're putting your number here. up in the rafters. Yeah. We don't should've have to deal stayed. with the yeah. Come on. God. Yesterday showed you a video to kind of encapsulate and capture the spirit of what being a Philly sports fan is. It was a. I think it was done online a couple of years, or I guess last year during the baseball playoffs. They're, they're, they're passionate, they're invested, they care in Philadelphia. And I had said, we saw video of people by two, three, four in the morning showing up to tailgate for the Eagles home opener yesterday. This is just a quick one. Now this is, this is not good video. This is not funny. But I br I'll bring to your attention that it is daylight. And this is, this is somewhere getting ready for the game. Uh, not ideal. Jesus. Out. 
out, out. There's a couple, there's some, there's some young men, some fellas, they're having a bit of a dispute and one guy puts the other guy to sleep. And they all seem to be cheering for the Eagles. So fly, Eagles fly. It does not look like that was a Vikings fan. I think he was wearing a, anyway, Philly being You wanted to go. (laughs) I Absolutely. Uh, meanwhile, what uh, what kind of a ball game? Jalen Hurts ran for a pair of touchdowns, 63-yard pass, touchdown pass to Devontae Smith. Also had one to uh, had one that was called back as well. This close in the end, the uh, the Vikings do cover if that's your sort of thing. Um, 34-28 beating the Minnesota Vikings, who turn the ball over a lot. At one point, it was seven turnovers in seven quarters of their season. They fall to 0-2. They lost to Tampa Bay a week ago and then lose here. And already people are saying, well, maybe Kirk Cousins should get traded to the Jets. J-E-T-S. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Next up for the Vikings, they've got the Chargers. Next Sunday, the Eagles will be in Tampa Bay. Uh, Justin Jefferson, heck of a player, again, over 150 yards receiving, did it a week ago as well, has yet to score a touchdown, but, um, well, we could show you here. I don't know. It's just, it's, you know what it is? It's a gratuitous shot at Chicago and the bears bears had nothing to do with it, but after the game, this pops up, Justin Jefferson now has more career receiving yards than any Chicago bears player in team's history. So at the age of 24, he is already has more receiving yards than any bear has ever had in franchise history. It it feels like cherry picking, but you know, there, there it is. Truth hurts. Yeah. And, um, there's a lucky us. Hello. Hello. Did we friend. accept? Did we accept the charges? Like this feels like is this long distance? I, I I apparently made a mistake by not coming on the show yesterday. I can't let you down two days in a row. No, that's right. Yeah, that's. Uh, so where where are you? I'm in Copenhagen. This is like an old shipping part of town that they've turned into this crazy like container food and cocktails and everyone hanging out beach type place. It's pretty cool. What have you been up to? I don't know to? what to say. What have you well, been doing? Been, we rented a boat today and just ripped around canals and then uh, went for a big old bike ride and had a few beers watching the sunset over the ocean. It's pretty cool. Red, how are you? How is your long lost best buddy? Good? <laughs> He's good, man. He's good. I'm going to go see his family tomorrow. I'm excited about that. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's got twins. I've got twins. Kids are around the same age. He moved from Vancouver Island to fucking Sweden. So that's a big move, How does move, that man. happen? How, how does that? City. He's yeah. really good at his job, Dean. It's like, you know, if, if like Orton Skoldsvik called you, they're like, we need someone to talk about hockey. We need someone in English to talk about, yeah. can you please move to Sweden? <laughs> and, oh, and, he, I don't know. <laughs> and he does video games. He's Mario Kart. Yes. No, he's working on the new Star Wars series. Ubisoft, the game company, has mm-hmm. got a campus in Malmo just across a bridge from here in Sweden. And he's an <laughs> audio engineer. So 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know anything about it except that he's good at what he does, and Sweden came calling. <laughs> and Copenhagen. Thoughts? Copenhagen. Man, it's deadly. It's a cool city. It's, uh, yeah. Like, you've been to Europe a bit, Rat. Like, to, to just wander these big old cities that also have lots of new stuff, too. It's just a totally different way to live. It's cool. Are people more laid back there? They're very happy here, Rhett. Happy, they're better yeah. than us. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're better looking. They have nicer clothes. They're better behaved. They're smarter than us. They have better lives than us. They're happier than us. It's quite impressive work they've done here. <laughs> Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still waiting to see one person that's obese here. But I'm up to about like 100,000 people and not one yet. I don't I know. I can look out my window and see. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my front yard right now. Now, have you seen? Have there been any uh, Saskatchewan Rough Rider jerseys? Have you seen any of that? I haven't seen one yet. I've been wearing my <laughs> CFL hat today. Not even a single laugh. Yeah. I was going to tell people I was part of Randy Ambrosi's 3.0 initiative, where they were like, "Oh, we're going to expand to Europe." You're like, "What are you talking about, man?" What do you so, mean, I mean, CFL 3.0. So, I mean, in some ways, Red has done has done this why why don't we just step out of our regular life who says we have to live yeah. where we live why don't we just go and be crazy and go move somewhere now Rhett chose buffalo is is True. copenhagen or denmark sweden that kind of is that the baltic region is that the baltic uh we're nordic here yeah scandinavia okay. here. Yeah. is that an area where you could envision you living your life your family there no, it's way too cold for my wife. <laughs> Thin Aussie blood. If it's it's like they're happy. and I got a shell on. Oh, they're very happy, but they're also they're scandals. They're not Aussies. Like it's yeah, uh, true. She wouldn't swim here. There's people running off docks, swimming in the ocean. It's uh, no. It, this is it's it's a, it's an adventure because it's not the life that we're ever gonna have. <laughs> How are the uh, ladies? They're they're polite and beautiful, and they have no interest in dopes like us. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> no, it was like, going yeah, well there. I get it? No, yeah, it's like they're polite and like hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and smart and not into idiots. Well, everyone, everyone here looks like they're like, oh, like what event do you do at the Olympics? Like, oh, it must be steeplechase or pentathlon or something. I don't know because you're all just beautiful people. Oh, yeah. High like, jumping how, and long distance swimming. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Shit we didn't even know about. <laughs> all right. So uh, I know that your wife is uh heading over there. You're going first. So what's what's the next couple of days, your weekend in uh, Europe? Yeah, so Copenhagen, really cool. Like explored a ton today and I feel like I could I've seen a bunch of the city. We've seen it from the water. We've seen it from bikes. We're going to go to the top of some buildings and see it from the air. And then it's like, all right, cool. I, I have like a vibe of what Copenhagen's all about. Not to say like, oh, I've done that. I know the city. But like, it's like I, I, I can feel what the city's about. We go to Sweden tomorrow. And then I fly to Rome uh, early next week where I meet up with Jody. And we make our way south for a wedding, which is going to be just bleeping epic. So don't. Yeah, don't. we're living the good life here, Dean. Very spoiled. Don't carve your name on the Coliseum. I, I heard it's a yeah. big no-no. <laughs> you got told that? or you heard? 
yeah. I saw a news story that not good. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I can believe that. I feel like, uh, yeah, that's no, they, they, they're, they, they're very proud of their history. Like Have you found a like, There's a relic from a thousand years ago. Like, Sorry, they have speakeasies in uh, Copenhagen. Have you gone? To... I I'm sure they do. We didn't make it till three a.m. last night, so I think it's not sort of the how's idea that you after hours. Or... How's, how's but no, the like there's all kinds bag? of little spots for a beer everywhere. I don't know. Like I I didn't really sleep for about a day and two days there, and then I had a little nap today, and that felt like bedtime. It was going to be like I could have slept eight hours. It was. I needed a crane to get me up after a 90-minute nap. So I'm a little backwards, but you know me. It's it's the curse of too much energy. I can power through this. <laughs> it's too much something. Yeah, I feel like you yeah, are a yeah. European stuck living in Calgary. This is my interpretation of your life. Sometimes it feels like that. Other times it's like, no, it's just a nice place to visit. But like, I, what did you did you ever find a place like how am i not here like i think australia kind of struck you that way in a bit didn't it where you're like whoa i loved australia this could be a life i could live yeah i could have stayed there but i tend to like i do that a lot i loved europe too italy i'm like it's true <laughs> duh oh yeah food water yes please right when i was in uh See Oslo for the world stars. I'm like, I could live in Oslo. Ah. Oof, ah. Oof, so that's Os that would be the most similar to this. Like, we're not far yeah. away from Oslo. You're on the same sort of like body of water. It's like not too hot, not too cold, and just like, yeah, it's the same type of people. I, I would suggest. And Delhi, I could live in New Delhi. I've not been to India. I don't know. <laughs> Loved Cape Town. So what is so Sweden, and then uh, moving on. What do you have planned? Yeah. You Stockholm, did you say? Or no, just Sweden? Uh, Malmo, which is just a short train okay. right away. Yeah, Malmo is a, like a city that's just across the bridge from here. That's why I'm here. It's close. Um, nope. And then we'll see uh, my buddy's family, who I haven't seen for a couple of years. Hang out, might play a little pedal or a nine-hole golf course, and then I'm I'm gone early next week to Rome, and it's fast trains and pasta and wine and warm weather because it's just like I it's think, nice here and it's sunny, but it's not hot. I think you're there working. I think you're trying to track down uh, Mika Kippersoff. Rumors have That's it right. you might be in Malmo, yeah. and uh, this trip is a work trip. Uh huh. Paid off. Yeah. I think I should expect. Save those receipts. <laughs> How many right, Danish Bender. kroners to a dollar? I better be right on these conversions. Yeah. I got. Well, uh, uh, I sent some picks in. So when you get your betway segment, you'll kay. see my picks of the week. Uh, just guaranteed winners, obviously. Perfect. Sounds good. Uh, Blue Jays are doing great. So good. Yeah. Definitely woke up to some great news on that front. Yeah. That good splitting work, splitting that series with Texas. It's gone really no well. Sweat. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. you had talked about. So yeah. they're in great shape. Well, at Behave. least it's not a lost season at all. No. Behave. You're you're kind of representing our city, so do your best, would you? Thank you. And uh, good to see you both. We'll check in next week from a different country. Sounds good. Ladies and gentlemen, right, Ryan Pinder. <laughs> Be good. See ya. Yeah, there he is.
I think he fancies himself as someone who could be European. He does try to throw off that vibe. He really, do, you know, he's very fancy. But there is, there's almost an equal amount of just dumb degenerate in him as well. There's a lot of dumb degenerate in Europe. Is there? Yep. Whole bunch. Well, maybe. Maybe he'll stay over there. Got one guy in Buffalo, one guy in Malmo. One guy in his home. basement. Yeah. Life's great. What are we doing with this studio? <laughs> Money well spent. I just sit in here by myself. Yeah, Jack's Wallowing in his dealer yeah. misery. <laughs> yeah, it's like, is George Pickens really mad at, is he really mad at Kenny? This is not good, man. Uh, so we were talking about Thursday Nighter. I guess just the one last uh, note on Justin Jefferson. So already better than any Chicago Bear ever. Uh, and there you see it. The only players in NFL history with 5,000 or more career receiving yards prior to their 25th birthday, Randy Moss, Justin Jefferson. That's it. How did they get Justin Jefferson? Was it because of the Diggs trade? I'm not, you know, that... Uh... I'm not sure. He adapted very quickly. And you know what? It was kind of a late bloomer on, uh, I think, because it was Amazon Prime. I saw a, uh, there was a, not a documentary, but there was a story done on Justin Jefferson, who in high school, good player, but not necessarily even the best player on his team. And then uh, I'm not sure what it was. Maybe it was eating more salads or whatever it was, but then Stephon came on very quickly. But he has been dynamite. Stefan Jags was traded by the Minnesota Vikings to the Buffalo Bills in exchange for four draft picks, mm -hmm. including a 2021 first round pick. Hmm. I think maybe. Hmm. Oh, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's gotta be him then. Son of if Buffalo isn't involved in any way, shape, or form. Uh we mentioned the Blue Jays kind of digging in on uh, on Ryan. B before we tell you how they did, maybe you can get a, a sense as to how things are going by the cover of the Toronto Sun newspaper. Uh, again, taking on the Texas Rangers. Oh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Fans scream bloody murder as Rangers carve up feeble Jays to complete sweep. And then a couple of the writers with the gory details not ideal and uh just another layer there were plenty of memes ryan's better at the meme game than i am there was uh there was one more here is it's the kind of it's like the spider-man meme but it's from scooby-doo like that let's see who you really are pulling off the hood oh it's i like that you're really the toronto maple leafs in blue jays clothing Corey seager had a home run and a two-run double the Rangers beat the Blue Jays 9-2. to mm, Close, at least. Yeah, nail-biter. The uh, loss dropped the Blue Jays to a game and a half back of the idle Seattle Mariners. Now, they trailed 4-2 to two heading into the 8th and promptly gave up 5 to put it out of reach. So you can see there the run differential. In the four-game set, Jays were outscored 35-9 to nine for a minus 26 <sighs> run differential that's third worst of any series 
and the most ever in a four-game set. So this, it's been worse, but not by much. Worst four-game set in franchise history in terms of wins and losses and runs, if that's something you take any stock into. Um, so not out of it, but yeah, they could probably stand to turn some things around. Uh, Cavalry FC. They host Vancouver tomorrow at Atco Field. Vancouver last in the CPL. They've won just five of their 23 games. Calvary top of the table, as we've been talking about. Six points clear of Pacific FC. They sit second. Calvary unbeaten in five. Three of the next four at home. Got them right where they want them. Right where they want them. Game time tomorrow at Atco is three o'clock. And as we were saying earlier on in the program, it's supposed to be beautiful weather. Beautiful weather. Yeah. Get over, over to at coach here on Cavalry. Tommy will be dressed to the nines, looking sharp. The jacket will be off for sure tomorrow. He'll still Sounds be maybe okay. in his, yeah, the summer ensemble, probably still very much in the mix for, uh, for Tommy Wielden. But that's, uh, that's going to do it for the Pinder Report, a presentation of Village Honda, located in the Northwest Auto Mall. The uh, huge selection of used vehicles. All makes, all models, all budgets, over 70 units on site, access to over 400 more in their dealer group. Village Honda truly is your one-stop automotive destination in Calgary. Worth the trip and your dealership for life. Check out more at villagehonda.com. You can click that little QR code thing. Is that what they call it, a QR code? It'll take you right to the site. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Those things are amazing, eh? Amazing stuff. QR codes? <laughs> Crazy. Did you see the James Webb thing? No. Uh, it zoomed in on some planet, and there might be signs of life. Ooh. Is that like the aliens? Didn't they find the... some alien? There's been a lot of talk about the alien stuff. Adner been? Yeah. Wasn't it in Mexico or something? They found some, hey, look at these uh, aliens. I don't know. Anyway. believe in the aliens they're kicking around i don't know i don't disbelieve in it i guess Keeping i like an conspiracy eye on us, stuff, laughing right? at us pointing at us i like i like a good conspiracy make you oh, you're sucking up to the aliens i like them good good things they're you know. great people um now i forgot yesterday yeah, you did. About Aussie Brad. Oh God. Now, Jack, what do you want? Do you want to do NF? Do you want to do our Betway picks, or do we want to do some Aussie Brad here? What uh, What are you more prepared for at this point? I got the picks ready to go. I think we end with Aussie Brad, and that's it. Okay, we'll we'll end with Aussie Brad. We've got. Uh, let's do the picks. We've been talking about the picks, and then I got another. Uh, I got a nice little thing for you, and then we'll do some. Uh, some Aussie Brad, and we'll call it uh, we'll call it a weekend. Betway, get the Betway app in your phone, the official gaming partner of Barnburner and Flames Nation, FlamesNation.ca. Last week, did we all go two and one? Yeah. Except Jack. Well, oh, Jack, sorry, Jack. Yeah, Jack. Sorry, Jack. Um, but everybody else going across the board at two and one. We'll see if we can keep our nice little roll going. Start us off, Jack, wherever you would like. As we get into week two action, minus last night's game. I know that, uh, aren't the Steelers a Monday nighter this week? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll see if, did they factor into uh, into Jack's picks? I 
can only imagine. There's a couple. We'll, we'll start with Ryan here. He's got a video right. for us. Here's Pinder's picks. Pinder here, back in Lethbridge, Alberta. Is it beautiful? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> NFL picks of the week. Three teams that lost week one. I like to bounce back. Buffalo, I've been telling Rhett, don't overreact to week one. They're laying eight and a half points at home against Vegas. That was nine and a half just a few days ago. I like eight and a half. We're going to jump on that. Also, Cincinnati looked awful week one. They lose to Cleveland in the rain. They're at home to Baltimore dinged up. We like Cincinnati minus three and a half. And my final pick of the week, who else do I like? Got it written right here. Denver. Oh, no. Fig Jam, Russell Wilson. And uh, the Broncos. They lost to Vegas week one. They bounced back in a big way, I say. They got to lay three and a half at home. To Washington, where Sam Howell's been no good at quarterback. Three teams at home, three teams 0-1, three teams bouncing back. Looking at his feet. Hmm. So there you go, three. Is it Cincinnati at Baltimore, or is Baltimore in Cincy? I think Baltimore's at Cincy. Yeah, I do too. So three home favorites. Denver minus three and a half, Cincy minus three and a half. Eight and a half for Buffalo. That line has moved around a fair bit. I've I've seen nine out there. A lot of people feeling though that this is it's a big number to lay, but feel good about it retro because I know I have a feeling you're probably going Buffalo anyway. So those are the Pinder picks after going two and one last week. Uh, moving on to uh, to our next group, our next selection of picks here. It's Rhett's picks. In fact. Buffalo, minus eight and a half. You have also got Cincinnati, minus three and a half. Well, they're not going to be shitty again. You wouldn't think so. No. Baltimore, of course, they lose J.K. Dobbins in week one. So it's Gus, Gus the bus. Or Hill, I guess, at the running back spot. And I'm I've, really sure. tried, I've really tried to simplify my life, things that I can rely on and be confident in, the Bills being one, and the Steelers way overhyped mm. from the start of the year throughout. So this is going to be a regular pick of mine. Cleveland will go into <laughs> Pittsburgh and beat up. Now, is it, some is stats it... for you, Rick. Is it because how you feel that. about the Steelers, or is it because Jack is a big Steelers? It's like fan? most people voting nowadays; they just hate the other side. So yeah. you just whoever's against them. Yeah. Uh, now, Jack, the resident Steeler fan, you go ahead. You stick up for your uh... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, I'm with. I'm with Ryan. Yeah, I think Buffalo bounces back uh, at home. Josh Allen, rough week one. Diggs and the boys, they'll get back. I kind of feel like an idiot here picking Sam Fran minus seven and a half because of what I said last week, but I'm on the trade now. Brock Purdy looked pretty what, solid. What did you say last week? Why do you feel stupid? <laughs> I basically just ripped the Niners. I said Purdy sucks. Their defense right. is overhyped. Turned yeah. out it was the complete opposite. So if they can beat the Steelers by 30, they can beat the Rams by 100. San Fran minus seven and a half. And finally, Cleveland going into the Steel City. Okay, I got some stats for you guys here. When do you think the last time the Browns beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh in the regular season? 92. I'm not going to guess. I'm just going to let you. You should really just. 2003. Oh, my God. What? That is unbelievable. Well, they're due. 
Okay. They haven't started 2-0 since 1993. And the Steelers have won the last. Yeah, the Browns haven't started 2-0 since 1993. And the Steelers have won their last 20 home Monday night football games. Steelers plus two and a half, and they're going to win. Winning outright. All right. There's the Jack picks. There's uh, Matt one Canada and two last for week. Yeah. yeah. They're really loving on uh, Canada, aren't they? He's really. Oh, yeah, they love him. So now are you buying into, because there was a whole controversy this week that uh, George Pickens, they saw him on the sideline and they were able to read his lips. And it was something to the effects of, man, I like it here, but this, oh God, I just, this, this is not, this is no good. Yeah, this isn't it. And then he was, he liked some social media post that kind of talked about how he was great, but it wasn't going to work in Pittsburgh. He liked that on Instagram. Are you at all concerned? Yeah. L- listen, the guy's a ticking time bomb for sure. Like he was like that at Georgia. Just get him the ball, make him happy, let him score. And I think it'll be okay. But if this turns into like some Antonio Brown thing, then get him out of here. Did you see, sorry to change the subject. Uh, well, you wouldn't have saw it. On YouTube, they have a, a, a video or something about the Alabama's football locker room. Mm. 80 million? Yeah. It... It's, uh, I started watching it and I got sick to my stomach. I'm like, how, how do you go back to regular life after that? Like, it's yeah. unbelievable. The only thing is that they wouldn't be getting paid, right? No, we can't, can't pay the kids. How would we afford a, it? Yeah. When you're a, you're a student, you're not an athlete. No preferential treatment. So that would be the only thing that might keep them grounded. Uh, finally, we'll go to my picks. Miami at New England. This feels like one of those things where I don't, I don't know that I feel it. But it's gone from two. It's three. It's plus three for New England. Bill Belichick coming off a loss. Everybody's loving Miami. This feels, I don't love it, but I do feel it in my bones. So I'm going to take New England and the points and hope that it's a push at worst. Seattle is in Detroit. What happened to Seattle in the second half last week? Uh, Geno Smith, the offense went completely in the tank. Detroit, yes, uh, what did they do in week one? Well, they've had a couple extra days off, minus four and a half. This has come down from five and a half. It's enough to suck me in. So I'll take the Lions at home. More uh, Jameer like Gibbs. That, More Gibbs this week, likely on the ground. Go Sam Lions. Laporta. Uh, That's right. In. Your Tight boy. In. And Dallas and the Jets, it's a big number. But Dak did very little because he didn't have to in week one. The Jets, as we know, good defense, but I can't imagine what that offense is going to do aside from running the ball all night. And maybe they do. But I feel like the defense alone has got to be worth a touchdown. Can they find another field goal along the way? I'm going to take Dallas. I'm going to lay a huge number. Minus nine. So I've got the Patriots plus three. Lions minus four and a half. Dallas minus nine those are my betway point spread picks get that betway app can't tell it can, can tell you week after week get it in there get it in your life get it on your phone and bet the responsible way with betway lots of great looking props too this week i don't think no, i i had 
the Vikings. Or what? No, I had Eagles six and a half. Did I not? Yes, you did. Eagles six yes, and a half. Yes, and what was the Hawkinson? Because I know he had two I touchdowns. Forty nine and a half yards. Yeah. And then what did he end up getting? Did he hit the under? I don't know. I took the under there. Either way, that's what makes it all fun. Get that app. Play along. I also would have had a nice little parlay thing going. That A.J. Brown touchdown, if it would have counted. You play a lot of the if games. Well, it was an A.J. Brown anytime touchdown, and he caught the friggin' ball in the end zone. Just some asshole was holding or something. <laughs> friggin' O-line. <laughs> have you watched any of the, or have you taken in any of that, uh, the Kelsey? No podcast it's so good dude because now they're on amazon they've got the documentary type of thing but even the podcast thing that they do together it's really good it's really good i'm so fake busy it's hard to get to stuff all right um do we have the uh aussie well we have the aussie do we also have the uh mcleod law there jackie boy oh yeah yeah okay let's do that one McLeod Law felt bad. They had a nice little soiree the other night retro. You would have been so impressed because I saw on their social media uh, at McLeod Law LLP. If you go to Instagram, they had a nice little soiree, a little client customer appreciation thing. Charcuterie boards, top shelf. So many salted and so cured meats. Really? You'd still be asleep. Days later, you would still be lying down. I'm okay with that. God, so good. Call Peter Klein. You know he's the personal injury guy, but we've been telling you, he's also the go-to guy for your disability insurance claim. If you're a long-term disability insurance company, if it's an issue, you're just not paying you, they're not coming through with the deal that you signed up, contact Peter. He'll get you those benefits, and he'll get that peace of mind back. This guy... McLeod Law, these are the people you want on your side, on your team, working for you. McLeod-Law.com is the website. Let's just uh, let's just play the video, because you'll pick up on it pretty quickly, I think, on this day in hockey history. Chuck will draw the assignment against Beckham. Our Chuck wins it in. Here's Lemieux poking at the center. Lemieux ahead to Gretzky. Has Perthy with him on a two-on-one to Lemieux. There you go. Awesome. One twenty-six remaining, September 15th, 1987. Mario Lemieux and Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> I mean, it, it's probably going in the net, but it, I mean, the hockey gods, or at least the, Can- the Canadian hockey gods, you couldn't have had, you had the two I, best players there. of all time. Who tri- was that Howard Chuck that tripped Oh, back? yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, probably a penalty. Oh, I was sitting at mom and dad's in their bedroom, probably watching on a screen smaller than this. Jumped <laughs> yeah. up and down, ran up and down the stairs. Oh, I still remember. So fond. Awesome. Yeah. Canada versus Russia in the, uh, in the Canada Cup. Gretzky played with Lemieux, tournament MVP, 21 points in nine games. Other than that. They were just okay. 
Lemieux with his 11th of the goal clinches the championship very much. And again, I think for guys our age, yeah, it was, we were sitting at, sitting at home somewhere watching on an awful screen that was maybe in color, but was very tiny, very small but a huge, huge moment in Canadian hockey history. Brought to you by McLeod Law. Proud of their Calgary roots, a huge part of their long-standing client relationships. They know this city, they care about this city, and they care about the people in it. Looking to make and share a positive impact on our city. They're committed to it, and they want to be committed to you. McLeod Law, good buddies of the program. Aussie Brad. How would you, again, for people that aren't super aware, and if you haven't been following, how, your wife thought that this was somebody we knew. Yes, this is a, <laughs> a close relation. Oh, this friend. is this yeah. buddy of yours. We've never met Ozzy Brad. We've, I don't know that we, we've not spoken even on a phone or, or, or anything, but he has been a, a listener, fan, I guess, if you want to call it, of, of the show over the years and now has really found himself in the fabric of this YouTube show, this show that we do now. You never know when it's coming. Aussie Brad might just pop into the old inbox, sharing a little something, and we're more than happy to share it. His last one was epic. He's he, he's really putting himself into a tough spot because yeah, it is. the bar has been set Didn't so you? high. Yeah. Now, I have no idea what this is today, but we have heard, and once again, our buddy down in Melbourne... The latest with Aussie Brad. Boom, boom. Pinda, retro. Man cave again, boys. Fucking unfortunate week for the Mighty Demons. The fucking Bills. They were shit too retro. Fucking unbelievable. Fuck me, bat fellas. Gotta get back up on the horse though this week. We're playing those fucking dirty rotten cunts down here in Carlton. They're a bunch of fucking toothless cunts too. Their fans are fucked just like Edmonton's fucking fans. They're fucking pieces of fucking cunts. Now listen here, we've got to get back on the horse. Demons, the squeeze, the wife, I know there's conjecture about fucking what's going on. I've got a missus, she's a fucking blues supporter. Fuck her, fuck her. She can get fucked, the blues can get fucked. We're gonna get back on the winning train this week. I'll speak to you soon, Retro. Fuck her, keep punching boots. Go to fucking D's. a boy. It's a lot of C-bombs this Ooh. time. There's a lot of them in there. A lot of emotion. <laughs> my, my missus. Fuck her. <laughs> Hate the blues. Now, we believe he's referencing Aussie Rules football. Yes. Carlton. Terrible. Hate right. him. We Order. hate him. Yeah, yeah. They're like Edmonton. Yeah. So we hate him. So. Carlton blues. That man bats a thousand. Home of the baggers. <laughs> Give that man a key to the city. Yeah, he doesn't, uh, he never disappoints. And I'm glad we saved it till the end because there's no beating that. There's no topping Aussie Brad. So um, we hope that you have a great weekend. We appreciate the hell out of you for being a part of what we do. Hockey season is right around the corner. We got some stuff coming, man. We're excited about it. Obviously, these even though it's September and it's kind of hockey season, it's still kind of the dog days of summer and all that, but oh, we turned the court. They beat Melbourne. Oh, no. They beat Melbourne by two points. Most dramatic of circumstances 
kicking the go-ahead goal with a minute remaining. Oh. I'm guessing they, to built to beat the Melbourne to beat Melbourne by mm-hmm. two points. My God! Oof. Somebody check in on Aussie. I, I was gonna say. I was gonna say, send a sonar out to. Australia and make sure we've still got Aussie Brad with us. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're getting into October here very soon. And I know it's crazy to think about it, but before you know it, it's going to be home openers and season openers. And we got a lot of things planned. We're doing watch parties and trips and giveaways and stuff. So we are looking forward to getting into year number two of the program. And uh, thanks to all the sponsors, support the sponsors. It's how this thing works. Download the podcast, tell your friends about it, subscribe, like, do all that sort of stuff. We sure appreciate you. And uh, it's a, kind of a Pinder-free week, we think, next week. So Might be a really, Warner-free week as well. An, a what? A Warner-free week? <laughs> Yesterday it was Thursday, Friday. A couple days, half a week, half a week. Okay. Well, keep punching, buddies. Plan accordingly. <laughs> have a weekend. See ya.